We welcome to the studio this morning Ben Harrison from the Tranmere Rovers Trust. Morning to you, Ben. Great to see morning. you. Morning. Uh, of course, uh, we'll, we'll touch on Tranmere Rovers and their, and their season on the pitch, but uh, what are your focus, Ben, has been on Tranmere Rovers off the pitch? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the, the Trust has got sort of a, a long-term goal and has held a long-term goal to, to take Tranmere Rovers Football Club into community ownership. Just for people who don't know the story, just tell us about sort of the the grand plan, if you like. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's no secret that Peter Johnson has wanted to um, sell Tranmere or move it on into good hands for the last most probably 10, 15 years, perhaps since he went to Everton. Um, he's been part of the furniture now for 26 years and our concern, we're kind of a land-rich uh, club in terms of our assets and we want a future owner who's got the best interest of the club at heart. Now, we believe community ownership is the answer to that. Um, naturally, if another buyer comes along who's got the money and interest that Peter Johnson had, we will gladly step by, work with them, etc. But we do have concerns about the future of the club, really. Um, it has been kind of going backwards in a way slowly. Peter's accepted. He hasn't put any more money in now for a long time, and it struggles to balance its books. And I think the future of football, certainly now outside the riches of the Premier League and the Championship, is kind of community ownership. Um, so you had a whip round, basically, to try and a raise some cash. Round. <laughs> it was a large whip round. Just tell us about what you were trying to get and, and the sort of donations that you saw. Yeah, I mean, two years ago, we launched this project because we foresaw what was, what was going to come down the line. And we raised about... Uh, £90,000, £100,000 then. Um, spoke to Pete, have a regular dialogue with him, and he said, you know, the time is now. Um, I, you know, I need to move the club on. Um, there's no transfer income this season. That's always kept the club afloat, if you look back over the last five to ten years. Uh, nothing on the horizon. And, you know, we need to do a sale fairly quickly. So we set a deadline at the end of December with Peter um, to raise £500,000. We accepted, and I did say to him at the time, that was a very, very tall ask at Christmas in today's climate. Um, we got up to 172000 Maybe a lot of the trust boards were disappointed, but we can understand people haven't got the money. The one thing at Tranmere we haven't got is a crisis. Um, you know, naturally, the club hasn't come out and said, if we don't raise this money, or if we don't sell the club by this, we go down the tubes. So we haven't got the crisis. That's what rally people. A lot of Tramia fans are sitting on the fence. Some don't believe in community ownership. I think they still believe in the uh, the guy with the sheepskin coat smoking a cigar in the director's box. Um, we got 700 people to buy into that. Um, we were never going to raise, we are never going to buy the club on just raising the money from the fans. It was part of a process working with the council, uh, a friendly developer looking at the land possibilities, keeping all that money in the club. But Peter said to us, he doesn't think we're viable with that amount of money. And at the moment, we're having to kind of um, sit in the wings. Uh, when you talk about sort of the the, the, the assets that Tramir has got, what what are we talking about there? Are we talking about the, the, the owned land around Prenton Park? There's the land around Prenton Park, there's nine acres of land. Um, there's a huge car park, but there's also the Ingleborough training ground as well that the club own. And Peter has been very generous and said he will leave those assets within the football club and write off his historical debt. I don't think he wants to sell to someone who's going to come in and make a lot of money and take it out of the football club. We've seen that happen at Chester, Wrexham, Portsmouth. You know, look at look at what's happening at Leeds at the moment. If you don't get the ownership right, I think you know, you'd worry about Tramby's future. So, what is the future then? If the you know the the hundred and seventy plus grand that, that you've raised isn't enough to get to this sort of uh, sort of nominational target of half a million pounds, 
what can you do? Well, as, as a trust board, I suppose being purely democratic, we had the AGM on Saturday. Um, we didn't know whether the people who put the money in had said, OK, fair enough, we tried, and, you know, can we have it back? The overwhelming response initially, certainly of those 100-plus people, was keep that money. There is no sale of the football club. You do know not what... We don't know what's around the corner. Keep the money. Stay in there. Almost keep building. You know, build for that day when kind of... You know, there's been two exclusivity periods for two buyers and they've, they haven't come to anything. Well, this is the next thing that I wanted to, to ask you about. We've got Ben Harrison with us from the Tramia Rovers Trust. Uh, a lot of Tramia fans are hearing about different names, people who've been involved in football clubs before, uh, people who've been, been involved in the, in the game before starting to start look at, at Tramia Rovers as a, as a viable option because of the, as you mentioned, some of the assets that the club has got, but also the reputation that the club has had uh, over, over many, many years and has earned over many, many years. Is there optimism within fans that somebody will, will, will buy the club? Somebody will come in and say, you know what, here's my master plan and I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Um, living in the real world, no. Is the answer why? Why not? Why? Why would those those assets that you talked about? Why? Because, you know the name and the history of Tranmere Rovers and the, the rich Merseyside football heritage. Why is it somebody looking at the club and thinking, "Yeah, I've quite fancy." Because that one. I think if that person had been around, they'd have been there. The deal would have been done. Um, I think people have got to the. You, know, you might call it. A, don't we've always been positive. We don't want to be cynical. But why would you buy Tranmere Rovers if you were a Tranmere fan like Peter was and you had deep pockets? Okay, you buy the club, but I think we're now onto people who are looking at the land assets um, for themselves. And Peter's been very good with the club, and he said he will not sell to people who would just want to come in and take the assets for their own gains. Because I think he knows Tramley is a loss-making football club. It's harder and harder to get transfer income in from the sale of players than it ever has been. That's what's kept the club afloat. And you know, we got a gate the other week, the worst gate for 25 years. It doesn't take a genius to work out that to turn that club round is a long-term plan. Is that one of the issues that fans are staying away because of the ownership? Are the fans staying away because of the way the players are playing at the moment? Are the fans staying away because actually it's not much fun down at the bottom end of League One, particularly when there's a Merseyside derby on the telly? Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I've got my own views on people going to watch the derby in, in, in a pub when Chamberlain are playing, but we'll leave them to one side. I think... If you look at the club's gate, it's been a little bit, don't want to be dramatic, death by apathy more than anything else. People have just slowly drifted off. Once you get out the habits of going to watch football, you know, you find other things to do and kind of you can see the crowds going backwards. Peter's accepted there's no money to spend on infrastructure. Ronnie Moore's having to kind of manage on a shoestring, etc. And I think people are just worn down by it. I think the club needs a freshen up, a relaunch. But, but I mean... Uh, and is that not one of the issues with community ownership, though, that the community might be a bit fickle? And actually, if they don't see the team sort of performing so well, uh, and things don't go in according to plan, for, plan from a league performance, or the defence is, is woeful, or, you know, the strikers aren't scoring goals, or whatever the situation is there, no offence, Ryan Lowe, um, that, that becomes a problem. Community ownership might actually be an issue there, because well, if the community aren't buying into the club right now, why are they going to buy into the club Three or four years down the line, maybe. In- interesting, if you look at Chester, Wrexham, Portsmouth, uh, other community-owned clubs, Exeter, they've had a real boost. Uh, volunteers, people will volunteer because they'll say, right, we all believe in this. They- they've had an up- upturn in that more than anything else. Chester, you know, we work close with them. They said, the problem with Tramier is people perceive you've got a checkbook owner 
And everyone's become quite lazy and said, oh, well, if we struggle, we can't pay some bills. I want to ask Peter Johnson to pay them. And people have just become into this kind of lulled into this sense of kind of, oh, we're all right, but okay, we need to do something about it. But I, th- I think in a way, sad to say, it's almost a crisis would be the thing that would certainly bring people into our camp. I, I'm for not one minute suggesting that. Do you think community ownership of Tramway Rovers Football Club can take it to the next level from a, from a footballing point of view? Do you think that uh, Tramia under community ownership could be playing, you know, championship yeah, football? Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I think I think you'll see, maybe, we'll have to wait five years, but I think you'll see more and more clubs going into community ownership who will then be death-free. Uh, the level playing field will come. You can see it coming in the Premier League to, to a point. But yeah, I mean, if we're in League One, every year your ambition is to get promoted. And yeah, why not? Uh, but in the next five years, just how bad might things get in the next five years before something like that might happen? And, and that's got to be the concern, isn't it? Because if you're talking about the fact that Peter Johnson said, well, that's that's me from a cash point of view, and uh, there's maybe not players in the squad who they can move on for, for Dale Jennings' type of money, yeah, you know, and, yeah. and bring other players in as a result of that. What does the next three four, five years hold for Tramia Rovers fans? Because there's plenty who aren't feeling too optimistic at the yeah, moment. Yeah, I mean, I suppose in a way we, we do rely on Peter Johnson 100% to kind of do the right thing by Tramia Rovers. Um, except that Peter now lives in Switzerland. He doesn't live local. He said, you know, no more money. I suppose in a way any business on the high street would just say, right, well, you've got to cut your costs. I think if you cut the cost of Tramia squad anymore... It doesn't take a genius to work out that we're going to struggle to stay in League One. So I'm the eternal optimist and kind of, you know, we've put out there the trust is willing to work with any other buyers who've got the interest of the club. We have got the land assets. If we can keep the land assets within the club and wipe off some of the debt, I think Tramie will be far better placed than a lot of other football clubs. Uh, ben, thank you for your time. Yeah, if people want to find me. out some more information about the Tramie Rovers Trust, there's plenty on the website, on their website. If you just basically type into your search engine, all the details come up about uh, club ownership and various other bits and bobs. Yeah. The Johnny King statue as yeah. well, which I'll urge people to support that one as well. Ben, thank you for your time this morning. Thanks,